0: Yo, you are now tuning in with the Life by Taylor, the podcast channel that helps you become the best version of yourself. That's right. Check it out. So Noe, or how I like to refer to him as his former Instagram name, The Vegan Terrorist, has quite an inspiring story. He has come from a place of darkness, has suffered from HPV, herpes, warts, asthma, breakouts, erectile dysfunction, low self-esteem, being overweight, and has now lost 100 pounds, which is almost 50 kilos, and has completely healed himself by first transitioning into a whole foods plant-based diet and now on a completely alkaline plant-based diet. So he healed himself through self-education and experimentation regarding nutrition, fasting, and following Dr. Sebi's philosophy. I have followed Noe for a while now on Instagram, and he has inspired me recently to cut out processed foods and switch over to a whole food plant-based diet, which I'm so thankful for. I consider him my self-proclaimed doctor because if I have any symptoms, I basically just hit him up and he shares with me his holistic herbal and plant-based knowledge. He has helped me immensely. He has so much knowledge that needs to be shared. So I can't wait to get deep with him today. And I know you all will be so inspired by his story and the value he shares. So, hello, Noe. Welcome.
1: Hey, everyone. And <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Taylor, for that wonderful introduction. <laughs> I, your words are so nice. Aww. I thank you for that.
0: <laughs> no worries. Cool. Well, so basically, to start off, we'll kind of go into your story. So I'll let you kind of speak about your story because it's super inspiring. And then later on in the podcast, um, we'll get into kind of some practical tips that everyone can take away from this podcast and hopefully experiment with and implement into their lives. But yeah, so basically, I just want to start off by diving into your story. So do you want to kind of start by letting us know just a little bit about yourself, maybe where you grew up and what it was like for you as a child.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, so with me, I I grew up in a in a Mexican household, and also like a very religious background uh, in Catholicism, and and the and the family I was with, it, it I I had I have a older brother, and I have a younger sister. I'm the middle child. And for me, I think it really it it made it kind of made my life (laughs) being the middle child. I, I felt as if being not the firstborn, I wasn't uh, given as much attention as I wanted to. And then also uh not being the 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 lady of the (laughs) the daughter of the family also kind of made me feel like i wasn't given so much love and uh also uh, i know my parents meant well and i know they were taking care of me well and they did gave me a lot of love uh it's just me as a child back then (laughs) i was very rebellious, and I was always going against, like, what they were saying, and I was always going behind their back, Um, which that's, like, I had that early in my childhood. Um, I grew up eating all kinds of foods, uh, like, packaged foods, because mm-hmm. my parents would work, and we could, they weren't, they didn't allow us to use the stove, so... We would, we would eat we would, like with a microwave. We would eat packaged like pizzas, hot pockets, and yeah, wow, yeah, different processed foods like that. And, um, at, at in my teen teenage years, um, we did move to another location, in which separated me from a lot of the friends I had at the time, and I wasn't as active. As I was when in my early childhood years, I, so you
0: were you were active as a child.
1: Yeah, I was pretty active as a child. I was playing soccer a lot with the neighborhood mm. friends at the time. And at once I we I moved, uh, we moved to a different location. In my teenage years, I I didn't really spend a lot of time playing after school. It was more of yeah. like being indoors and just playing video games and still continuing to eat these processed foods and junk. And because I had, I was spending less time having fun with friends and exercising and playing. Mm -hmm. I, I pretty much used more of that time to eat. (laughs) And, and so the thing with me is that, um, i had i've i've had herpes like i started having these herpes like symptoms and these mm. uh h p v symptoms when i when i moved ultimately like when i started
0: so what moving. age were you when you moved and you started realizing that you had like h p v and herpes yeah the
1: the age when i moved i was thirteen going on to fourteen years old wow around there yeah. And yeah, and that's when I started getting breakouts every, Mm -hmm. like almost every other month on my lips, especially Mm. on my genitals. I would start getting them like maybe every one, every like once every six months. And it would, the, yeah, the, the, um, blemishes would stay there for like, um, for like days, sometimes weeks. Mm. Um,
0: yeah. So that must have made you feel like really insecure as, you know, a young teenage boy at the time.
1: Yeah, definitely. And mm. I also like, with all this, I, I pretty much didn't lose my virginity to the age of 19. Mm. And yeah, like having all these symptoms, searching them up, like, I, I mean, yeah. everybody says that herpes, um, especially like cold sores, it's, um it's herpes and and you know like people say that it it passes on and uh Mm -hmm. some say I think in the U.S. like one in three people have herpes I think um and what I think this is based on after like changing my diet um well like pretty much like I, I I knew like I I um since a young age like at age 14 13 14 I also started Mm. picking up smoking cannabis at a very young age and and I think this really expanded my mind and Mm -hmm. uh and for me to actually listen to myself more and to listen to like what I felt was right and what wasn't and yeah
0: so let's just go back to when you actually did have like when you realized you had HPV and herpes, how, like what was that like for you at that age Um, and how did you know for sure that it was that, was it just through your own kind of research or like did you go to a doctor or anything like that about that or did your parents know or you know what was the go with all that?
1: Yeah so pretty much like my whole childhood I would, I would pretty much just stay quiet about it. I was super embarrassed about it. I would research uh, about, like, about these things, and I'd go to the, the clinic about it, and they let me know, like, about it, like, straight up, like, Oh, um, wow.
0: Never... Did you go, like, on your own, or did you go with your parents?
1: No, I just, I, I just went alone, because, yeah. like, like I said, I was just, <laughs> I was just yeah. scared, and wow, um, yeah, I just, like, you know, I was insecure, and, like, I didn't mm-hmm. want people to know, I was freaked out.
0: And they confirmed that it definitely was HIV yeah, and herpes? Yeah, they just,
1: they just looked at it, they examined wow. it, and they, they 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 told me that's what it was. Wow,
0: that must have been so scary at that age.
1: Yeah, it it definitely is. It definitely is a scary uh, exp- experience to have because, mm. like, with everything, everybody, you know, all, the whole stigma about STDs and yeah. herpes and... People making fun of you and like, um, yeah. Did you like get Did
0: community. you get bullied about that at all? Um, like, was it noticeable for people to see like the warts and the cold sores and stuff like that? And did they tease you about that or?
1: Right. So the cold sore, the cold sores. Those were actually pretty. Um, those are actually pretty private. Um, okay. i'm I'm pretty sure some people like in middle school and the high school years they 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 witnessed me whenever I had a cold sore breakout um, yeah. um but I didn't really like open up about it that much um the warts yeah. i I had I had corns a uh, breakout of corns on my hands and they what they, is that um so what it is is it's pretty much like there's a it's mucus that forms in the skin and it's usually oh, yeah. it's usually like in the fingers and the toes and okay. some people get them like in in the sides of their stomach or in the on oh. the throat um but the people that i've seen that mainly have it are like they get it in their hands or their feet mm-hmm. and their toes and um they call them corns and yeah. and yeah i when i first had it like when i first saw this breakout i had one on one finger on my index finger and then i i started looking for like things to use to remove them and i came mm. across a, a ointment or like a some kind of topical treatment that i i could buy from the store and uh not exactly sure on the pronunciation but it's like Uh, The ingredient was like silicic acid or something like that. Um, And I applied it on my finger and it would work. Like it would pretty much like made the wart into a blister and then it would fall off. Um, Uh,
0: Was it like a freeze, like a freezing kind of thing?
1: In in a sense, kind of, yeah, in a way. Mm. Um, But I don't know. It just it seemed more like it was just like a chemical doing something. Um, And yeah, the the work went away, but then almost immediately, like within the next few days, I started breaking out multiple times. Wow. Um, all around the hands and all around the fingers. Wow. So, so you, like after I tried to fix it with that acid, like um, almost, I want to say within like three, four months after that my both of my hands were fully covered like i was. Oh my it. god. I, I had like 4 to 5 corns on each finger on both hands. Oh wow. Hands. Yeah. Wow. And, it, and it looked really disgusting. I was really embarrassed about. I knew people yeah. would stare about, at it. I'd mm-hmm. also hang out with friends who would smoke weed mm-hmm. and I I was the only person who knew how to roll Blunts at the time. I, that's what I smoked at the time. And yeah, so, wow.
0: So what did you do, I, like, in those situations?
1: Yeah, I just like rolled the weed, and yeah. I guess I used the weed to like help me get past the yeah, the, yeah, the the, the um, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, because I definitely feel embarrassed for yeah, sure. Every can time. Yeah. Wow.
0: And,
1: yeah, and.
0: So I wanna ask like what do you <laughs> feel like is the cause of of you getting um those things?
1: Right. So um I wanna say that it's definitely an accumulation of different things. Um, you know, me not being active, me overeating mm-hmm. these junk foods, me eating these junk foods to begin with. Um uh you know we've been lied to uh like a lot of us have been lied to about these products in the grocery stores Mm. and some of the ingredients we haven't been properly informed of what they are where they come from the the side effects of them and i i believe wow um i believe so i believe the main trigger for me um for me, for the, the corns and the herpes breakouts um, was an overconsumption of corn syrup. Um, wow. High fructose corn syrup. And that's something that's pretty popular here in the United States, at least. I'm not sure about other places around the world. But here, they ha- it, it's in a lot of crackers. It's in, like, cookies. It's in bread. It's in sodas. It's uh-huh. in sports drinks it's wow um it's in a lot lot of of processed
0: processed like packaged
1: foods right and with me with me specifically i would smother everything from a young age Mm -hmm. i would smother everything with ketchup and the ketchup also contained the high fructose corn syrup and and it contained an um and all these foods that we're eating Uh, The other foods that we were eating, they were also affecting me in different ways. Um, The sugar, the wheat, um, like uh, the soy, um, a lot of these hydrogenated oils and these preservatives and different, all these things, an accumulation of these things, like they manifest different like diseases it's crazy mm-hmm.
0: how much that stuff is just normalized um, in, you know, at the standard diet. And we actually don't even know what those ingredients are and what they do to our bodies.
1: Exactly.
0: And like your parents, obviously they didn't do that intentionally to you. Like they were just doing nope. the best that they could for you, but they didn't realize that these foods were, you know, really damaging you in so many ways.
1: Yeah, definitely. And Yeah, like I said in the beginning, I I know my parents they they Mm. were just trying to do the best that they could at the time. Um and I know them they still gave me a lot of love and I um they still supported me in many ways. And you know, so it's just um yeah, it's just like that's why I'm here. (laughs) I'm here like I, I wanna start changing our gen, our next generations coming in. Yeah. I, I don't want them to grow up full of toxins and experiencing health problems. Because since I started fasting and I started eating differently, uh, mm. certain foods and avoiding certain ones, uh-huh. I have not experienced sicknesses. Like the the only kind of things that I will experience is maybe like I'll feel like dry mouthed when I don't drink enough water. Uh-huh. Or, and that's really it. <laughs> so you're right.
0: obviously like vegan at the moment. Um, at what age did you kind of start, um, you know, looking into changing up your diet and going vegan? Um, like what happened in between you eating all those processed, packaged, you know, junk foods to um turning turning vegan?
1: Right. So, um, at at the age of 19 i was in 12th grade because i i flunked i flunked 8th grade um because of the friends i was hanging out with i wasn't focusing on the on the school work and so i i i graduate why well, I, I didn't graduate high school i was going to graduate the um i think it was year 2000 i was scheduled for 2012 but i I was about to for 2013 and I decided to drop out of high school um uh 2 weeks before graduation and wow. there was a lot of yeah there was a lot of things that also I needed to be done in order for me to graduate like doing a graduation project and there's a lot of things in my mind there's a lot of things in uh what's it called, that I was seeing wrong with how, I don't know, this, this, everything, like, I, like, it almost made it seem like they were trying to scare you, Mm. um, um, in order, if you don't graduate, like, you're gonna, your life was gonna be miserable, and, uh, um, you're gonna end up in jail, if and. Yeah, they
0: really do play that kind of, like, yeah they try and put that B (laughs) into you when you're graduating I definitely felt that as well um yeah going through year 12 yeah for sure
1: yeah and then also like all the I don't know at least all the universities that were in that area they all seemed to be like things that I did not want to be or do or even were interested at the time and so what I decided to do was drop out of high school and, wow! And ultimately, like, changed my life. And uh,
0: hello. Um, Wait, sorry, I lost you for like the hello? last minute. Can you hear me properly?
1: Yeah, I can hear you.
0: <laughs> All right. So maybe just say what you what you just said before. I'm not sure what happened
1: there. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. So I I dropped out of high school. I dropped out of high school because I I oh I dropped out of high school because I decided that I wanted to learn about natural remedies. That's the terminology mm-hmm. that I used back then. I yeah. knew I I felt the potential and a lot of the herbal medicines that I had experienced at the time. At that age. So
0: how did you get to that point where you were, you know, getting into natural remedies and things like that from the point where you were eating really bad and all of that stuff?
1: Right. Um yeah, like when I was eating really bad, like uh I I had all these diseases and I was really having enough of it. I had erectile dysfunction, I had these breakouts these migraines every other month um and i i i just i already in in the sense i already knew like deep down inside that it was the food that mm. it was the food that was going to um be the reason that like i am sick like it was the reason the food was the reason wow. I'm sick the the junk food um you know cuz you know, everybody always talks about junk food, and it was like the whole universe was telling me, like, you know, <laughs> it's not healthy being over obese. Um, yeah. So many people are. And how
0: much? Like, how much did you weigh at that time? Like.
1: I I weighed two hundred and forty five pounds. Wow. Okay. I don't
0: know how much. Th- 245 pounds two kilograms is 111 kilos yeah wow
1: yeah I I weighed that much I I got made fun of a lot I was tired of that I was tired of being called titty boy and yeah (laughs) as a teenage
0: boy like going through puberty and everything that would have been so hard
1: yeah and yeah i just you know i wanted to i wanted to feel awesome and confident i wanted to be looked up as like someone that's you know like <laughs> taken care of and mm-hmm. you know so I, I wanted to be healthy as well i didn't want to be miserable anymore i wanted to enjoy life Yeah, and so um so
0: you started it, looking into natural remedies
1: yeah i started looking into natural remedies first i I pretty much dropped out with just a book of uh, encyclopedia of natural medicine. And, and I would study this book and it was by Joseph Pisorno and uh, Michael T. Murray. Um, they're both uh, naturopathic doctors and yeah, they, they put this book together and I'm like, i like, I was reading from it. And immediately it was letting me know that I had to start eliminating foods. I had mm-hmm. a, what, Essentially first I had to change my mindset, my mental attitude. Um, I had to be positive about this I had to um, uh, like yeah I, I really had to change my mind and make myself sure or affirm to myself that I was that this was really gonna happen and and then and then it was learning about like what foods To stay away from and what herbs to to take for certain diseases and stuff but I immediately jumped into like taking herbs and stuff like that I didn't really Mm -hmm. change my diet I you know it was really it was really hard for me I guess everything was shown to me was Mm -hmm. was the was all I could like really think about in terms of food wise yeah and then when I was when I was working while I was working at this pickle factory in my home in this in like my hometown
0: um yeah I, I love worked, pickles
1: yeah yeah so so I worked at Mount Olive Pickle Company and this is a pretty big pickle company in the states they they, they sell in like forty eight states and I'm not like really trying to promote them but yeah. <laughs> But like uh like, yeah, like this is a very big pickle company, and like I was, like i was <laughs> I, I I was yeah, I was like on social media and you know, like following different people, and I was interested in a person and dating a certain person at the time, who she was vegetarian, oh and, wow, yeah, and like wow like I I definitely wanted to learn from her. Was that like your first
0: kind of you know like interaction with someone who kind of was on that path of not eating meat or anything like Um, that?
1: Well honestly like now that I that I do think about it like I'm pretty sure that there were some people in like high school that that were probably vegetarian at least, maybe not vegan, but they're at least vegetarian. And I probably like, you know, they're, they're probably like the, 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 the people that went and they, they took their own food to the school.
0: (laughs) Uh So I remember Um, like the vegetarian people in school were like the cult, the kind of like religious people, like more mm -hmm. like Hindus and things like that. They were the ones who vegetarian i'd I'd never really kind of been exposed to people who were vegetarian just because like a personal choice kind of thing
1: right yeah right yeah so this girlfriend at the time um she was my first exposure to like this this type of lifestyle or this type Mm -hmm. of a different type of eating um after i was like open to it like after i was already like um you know wanting or eager to learn more about it because I I wanted to change my life I was that's what I was praying for that's what I was um seeking for prayer and wisdom Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and I mean yeah uh, wisdom and (laughs) healing that's what I was praying for yeah and yeah because I was really going through it and I I noticed I knew I I prayed for wisdom because I knew that I had a change my awareness and I had to change the knowledge that I had at the time to be able to be able to implement things to be able to heal Um, and so I I did that and yeah like the universe brought me this girlfriend at the time and you know I'm I'm very thankful for that Um, yeah she helped me like immediately I was like she was also she also happened to be a chef um she going to school for a chef or like for culinary art
0: so she would have made you some good food
1: (laughs) yeah she was she was making me some really good food at the time yeah (laughs) wow and and yeah and that would
0: have kind of opened your eyes up to oh wow you can actually still enjoy food on like a vegetarian diet
1: right that really opened up my mind a lot Mm. and immediately I began like immediately I cut off animal products cold turkey overnight so um, all animal products so you went vegan or did you go vegetarian um, uh just vegetarian i just cut off meat. okay yeah yeah meat products meat. yeah yeah and then yeah like i would essentially stay on this diet vegetarian diet for five to seven months i mm-hmm. uh, i want to say and and like I experienced a lot of energy. I experienced a lot of weight loss. Like, like in those first months, I yeah, experienced wow. ten. I lost ten pounds a month. And, wow. And yeah, that was like a just from
0: a, stopping a, eating like meat and chicken and that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, that. Well, that, and then also, um, in at, at the same time, like I was also hanging out with certain friends uh mm-hmm. playing indoor soccer uh some of them that worked also at the at the factory we would play indoor soccer for like 4 hours at a time without stopping sometimes and uh like I was already doing that but it wasn't uh, like I was still holding on to a lot of the weight I was still okay. eating a lot you know and mm-hmm. it wasn't really until I I came across Uh, or this girlfriend came to me at the time and helped me out. Um,
0: um, Yeah. Wow.
1: And I I changed, I I, I changed my diet and then the weight just like melted off. Like it was so easy. Wow. Um, Right. And after, after about those five to seven months, I started noticing that it was a lot harder to lose weight. And so what I did was I started eliminating more things from my diet so the next thing i did was i, I essentially I, I cut off um eggs dairy cheese mm-hmm. all the other animal products yeah I, I i was sold because on this vegan life on the vegan lifestyle because uh timothy sheaf at the time uh he's a well he's he's That's a the athlete four. right yeah, he's an athlete. He's known for free running, parkour. Yeah, he's on he's on Ninja Warrior mm-hmm. uh, a lot. And yeah, when I when I first saw when I was being exposed to that, I was seeing how he won a championship, a world championship of uh, parkour, and I think it was in Greece. Um, and yeah, I won. Like I won. <laughs> I saw that he won, and. And, like, that really, like, it, like, it really, like, changed to my perception. Like, I was, like, wow, like, this guy is getting so much energy in a plant-based mm-hmm. diet. And, uh, he's, you know, he's saying how much more energy he feels, how his recovering time is a lot faster. And so, like, he ultimately sold me into, like, becoming vegan. Wow, that's and, amazing. Yeah. And, and I, I did that. I, I, so I, I was looking at his videos and I was also looking at other vegan YouTubers at the time who I listened to many of them, but I think I really gravitated ma- mainly, uh, towards, uh, freely the banana girl. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's her username at the time. I, I'm not sure if she's changed or anything like that. She's <laughs> probably still known. <laughs> I don't know who that is. What right. Um. So she she promoted this diet that was called raw till four. Uh and yep. What essentially what it was is um eating raw fruits, seeds, and nuts and greens, uh eating and veggies for the like until four p.m. You'd eat them Mm -hmm. raw. You'd eat them raw without cooking them. And yeah, and I did that. And after 4 p.m., then that's when I would have, like, cooked starches Uh and, uh, like, the grains and, yeah, beans and rice.
0: So did you do that as soon, like, as soon as you kind of transitioned into going completely vegan and cutting out, um, like, the dairy and the eggs and all those products?
1: Yes, definitely. Yeah, I, I definitely like, I went straight into the eating whole foods. And yeah, like it was essentially, essentially, I was making everything from home. And yeah,
0: wow. And did you and, see, like, what benefits did you see after, um, you know, completely switching to whole foods and um, completely vegan in comparison to just being um, vegetarian?
1: Right. Um, yeah. So, the being vegetarian like I I definitely felt a lot of more energy I felt lighter Mm I I was losing a lot of weight but then I I was still having breathing problems I was still having the migraines I was still having the headaches the acne I was getting I I feel like I got even more acne when I was when I was when I went vegetarian and I think when I I I realized now that it's because it was a lot of the you know the processed foods, the dairy as well. Yeah, and, and did you
0: still? Were you still having the herpes and HPV kind of symptoms?
1: Yeah, I, I yeah. was still having the those symptoms. I was still having the herpes. I was still having the cold mm. sores. I was still having the the headaches, the migraines, and stuff like that. And uh, it I I had I was on this diet for a year. Uh, after I went vegan, I for the first three months I lost I lost on uh, thirty pounds, and then about two months later, I started passing matter um, that was black. It looked like black tar. It looked wow. exactly yeah. It looked exactly like what you see in the surgical videos, and like when like people were getting like lung cancer like or like oh my god the tar taken out yeah wow it was coming out of my bowel movements and in my bowel movements and like after like I want to say a couple a month or so I I was after I stopped seeing it come out I felt relief like it was like this last black tar bowel movement and then I felt like so much tension relieved from my body oh my
0: god so do you think that was just like you know stuff processed stuff and like chemical stuff that was just kind of stuck in your body throughout the years of like you know when you were you said you were like 12 13 or even when you were a little kid even do you think that's all stuff that was just stored up inside you and then once you went completely whole foods your body was just kind of detoxing that all out of your
1: body yeah definitely for sure wow that's it, amazing it was. yeah um because what I found out is that some of these things you know they're not natural these foods that we, we've been eating and they don't digest in the body well mm-hmm. and what the what the body does is that it overproduces this mucus in the body so that way it can try to protect it But in the same time, it it clogs you up. It makes it harder for you to breathe. It clogs Mm -hmm. all your organs up. It clogs your skin. This this is the reason why we break out. Is the reason why we have stomach pains and all these other diseases. Really, is because of the excessive buildup of mucus in certain areas. I
0: remember saying somewhere that like mucus is like um, the like the leading cause of like most chronic diseases is that
1: true yeah, yeah definitely and um so even after uh, after a year after a year um of being vegan I kind of felt like I was already I had already won mm-hmm. I kind of felt like you know I was like yeah like I did it <laughs> now So I how can, much like... <laughs> weight did you lose um at that point at that point and entirely that's when I lost the 100 pounds
0: Wow, so that's about fifty kilograms for my Australian people, which is a lot of weight. (laughs) Holy shit! Yeah,
1: that yeah, that is a lot of weight, and I did it in ten months, really. Um, Wow! The first ten months, I lost those pounds. After once I went vegan, I once I made it to like one hundred and fifty pounds, I I um I pretty much stayed the certain weight. you know, whether I would kind of like work out or not, or played soccer mm-hmm. or not, um, I will, or football. Um, I'm, My bad. Everybody else around <laughs> the world. <laughs> we say
0: soccer in Australia.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Like
0: you're talking about soccer as in like the one with the round ball.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. call
0: it soccer here.
1: No kidding. Wow. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. That's crazy because I, yeah. I know every, everywhere else around the world it, it's football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah i um wow yeah so i yeah i um i lost a hundred pounds in the ten months um so after a year of being vegan i i kind of i pretty much felt like i i i won i i felt like you know i i don't know for some reason i felt like i could go i could go back to certain foods <laughs> yeah. and and like, I was, what I was doing was I, I pretty much stopped working out. I stopped mm-hmm. working out and I started eating processed vegan food.
0: Oh, wow. And
1: immediately, I, I pretty much started gaining weight a lot. I started wow. looking, I started looking paler too, like yellow tinted. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody would say like, oh, you look a little pale. And I would ignore it too. And wow. it, it, was, it, it was true. It was really true um
0: do you think because you um you you were on that like really clean diet for a while and your body was used to not having those kind of artificial chemicals and preserv- preservatives and things in your body that when you did start implementing it again your body was just like what the hell are you doing like what's going on yeah yeah, yeah why are you definitely.
1: doing this to me yeah definitely yeah. I started immediately realizing like what foods caused what different things and stuff like that. Um because I don't know, for for some reason, like I don't know, like I could I could stop eating fruit for a week or a month. Uh and I'll eat fruit and I'll be fine. You know, my my body will love it. Um but Mm, yeah you know if I if I go without these processed foods for a month yeah and I start eating it again my body will really Uh be feeling it for the next few days. Yeah. Wow. A week or two. Yeah. Wow.
0: And that's cool because, because you kind of went through that phase where you were feeling just pretty good all the time. um, When you did start implementing those things again, um, you're more kind of in tune and you could be like, Oh, okay. No, that's, that's not good. That's definitely not a good thing for my body right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. So you could
0: pinpoint exactly what it was.
1: Yeah. Mm. And I started, like, my body was being more sensitive to things. And I started noticing how when I would eat certain things, I I would break out or I would have certain reactions only Mm -hmm. when eating certain things. And that's how I ultimately realized that the main trigger for me was high fructose corn syrup. Wow. Um, Because when I would eat, ketchup at, th- at this part of my life when I was weighing 245 pounds I I was I was practically eating f- four hot dogs with mayonnaise loads of mayonnaise and mm. ketchup on... so is this
0: as you on the vegan diet or
1: yeah this this was on the vegan diet so this is like and, plant-based hot dogs and... yeah So even all these
0: plant-based, um, processed foods, they're still quite high in, um, that, um, corn syrup.
1: Yeah. The corn syrup. And at the time I was also going back to drinking the juices, which had corn syrup in there too. Oh my God. Yeah. And then I would also go, the bread that I would buy the, really the only one that was really available to me at the time for a low price. Um, had corn syrup in it as well oh my god (laughs) and um yeah and and like i would i would notice how like every time i ate hot dogs every time i ate uh triple whoppers which are like (laughs) triple cheeseburgers here and from burger king in the states um um every time i'd eat these i would smother them with ketchup you know and Mm. every single time i'd eat ketchup my body would have a burning sensation internally
0: wow oh my god like I
1: I'd, I'd feel it in like my genitals I'd feel it in my mouth I'd feel it in wow. like my thighs I'd feel it in my hands um I, it'd be a burn internal burning sensation and and yeah like when I would have when I would eat like and then I'd also notice that every time I ate foods it would only be when I ate things with corn syrup that made that made my cold sore burn um wow like, yeah like I would eat more hot dogs and like the breakout the cold sore would burn and burn like but I would still eat it like you know it tasted so good for me yeah <laughs> um and yeah I was it was tasted so good that I was ignoring the pain and it, yeah it wasn't until I like I was off of these foods for a while that I actually noticed how exactly how much these foods actually affect me yeah and over the years um over the years we've been we've been uh eating these foods we haven't allowed them to completely detoxify and we we all feel different things that we think that are normal. Yeah, for and, sure. And that and they're not, and it's just because that's all you've known, you know, yeah. like like pain in the arms and like muscle twitchiness and mm-hmm. um, uh, like ringing in the ears, uh, mm. stinging stinging in the head, uh itchy face itchy skin all these wow. things are not not yeah, normal these, we're not meant yeah, to they, feel that yeah yeah wow. they're definitely not normal like ha- having your nose clogged up and when you first wake up in the morning that's not normal not normal i right. i
0: experience that now a clogged up right
1: clogged right. up nose so, yeah right so this even being on a whole food diet i was still experiencing having to blow my nose every morning having to pretty much breathe through my mouth the entire time. Yeah. And, and I also noticed that the, with these, uh, like, even on the vegan diet, I would still have be having to, like, lick my lips a lot. And mm-hmm. um, it wasn't until, like, I, I, I would, because I would watch a lot of YouTube videos on veganism. That's what helped me stay on this path, watching so many other people uh promote disinformation uh like all these different informations uh that's what helped me um stay on track uh, because with my family uh none of them were really supporting me um they thought I was crazy they thought I was starving myself they still Mm. think I'm starving myself (laughs) they 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 think I'm killing myself still to this day (laughs) oh wow they they think i'm making my life miserable and wow and that yeah, must be um, really
0: hard to deal yeah, with
1: yeah yeah and then nobody else around me no friends besides that was really helping me so mm. um so it definitely um it's definitely a blessing to have content like this like how you're having a mm. podcast and 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 like all these YouTube videos that yeah. like how we're making, they're definitely a lot of help to people out there. Yeah, and, for
0: sure. People yeah. who don't have that kind of support system in place, right. can relate to people who have been in their exact shoes, for sure.
1: Yeah, and and this is what ultimately got me into seeing Doctors one of Doctor Sebi's video. Wow. Uh, on YouTube. It was a re- mm. actually a video that was recommended to me. And, and I, uh, I, I opened up that one video because the title was super clickbaity. <laughs> and had you and ever it,
0: heard of Dr. Sebi before?
1: I had not heard of Dr. Sebi wow. before. And
0: know. what kind of foods were you eating at this point where you were introduced to Dr. Sebi? Like, were you still eating the processed foods? Or were you kind of more like transitioning off it kind of thing
1: right at that time I was I was I was still eating I was still eating the the um the processed foods but then I started realizing like I need to eliminate them completely uh, Mm. again so I wanted I wanted to lose the weight I so I, I started eliminating them again like the the sugar, the pro anything that had added sugar in it, I wouldn't drink. Um, so I eliminated like sodas. I would eliminate, um, juices. I would eliminate, um, candy bars and stuff like that. Chips essentially. And I would start working out again and yeah. Uh, and then also with coming across this knowledge of Dr. Sabi. um, I was, uh, like, I was starting to take out stuff that was, that were foods that he didn't approve of.
0: Mm. And, so, can you tell us a little bit about, like, who Dr. Sebi is? But, because I'm sure a lot of my the audience would probably have no idea who Dr. Sebi right. is. Um, right. So, kind yeah. of, you know, who he is and, like, what his, kind of, philosophy and teachings are, or maybe, like, what you knew at that time of him?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so Dr. Sabi he goes by that name by that (laughs) name. So doc Dr. Sabi Dr. Sabi's real name is Alfredo Bowman and and he uh, he went by the name Dr. Sabi and he's from Honduras. He was born in Honduras. He's of African descent and and he was also like from his story um basically um his story is a lot like mine he was obese and impotent and went had uh, ast- asthmatic problems and he also he also had um he he also dropped out of he well he also didn't go to school he didn't like he didn't mm. do school he didn't believe in school and and so, uh, he he came across he came across uh, a Mexican that that w- that could heal that that he would heal people. And he, Doctor Sabi, after going to different places and um, seeking help in different you know, like countries and stuff like that, he was like kind of skeptical about like what does a Mexican have to offer and stuff mm. like that. Um, but, yeah, this this Mexican ultimately got him to realize, like, his where his origins are from exactly, truly, um, and about, like, what foods his people actually ate, um, um, like, what was their original food, um, because uh, the Mexican taught him that, like, that the foods that he had been eating were not were not naturally given to him like by nature. Mm. And so and so yeah, like Dr. saby learned that that there was a lot of foods, all pretty much all the animal products are no go. And and then all these processed foods, white or white flour, white sugar, or sugar in general, um, that's synthesized, um uh like a lot of the starches the potatoes the hybridized foods the heavily hybridized foods like beans rice soy um many of, many of all these other different foods and and by hybridized i mean like man made like like mm-hmm. as in like they're they're taken from nature they're they're they put different like genes into them different like uh is that
0: like genetically modified food or
1: that's like uh hybridized food is like pretty much man-made like uh oh. they don't occur in nature by themselves like oh. man pretty much take them. just like how the dogs all dogs were created from like wolves uh-huh, and, yeah. and like these wild animals um in uh-huh. the same sense these some of these plants like pot- the pot- modern potatoes and mm. uh, The beans and the rice and the wheat it's not natural yeah they're not natural it's man-made
0: wow
1: yeah it's man-made wow and because it's man-made it somehow like has like and I even read this in the in the encyclopedia of natural medicine that wild foods or naturally occurring foods have a higher mineral content than the cultivated foods. Cultivated foods have a a higher sugar content and mm. they're grown more for like convenience. Um but it's actually like when you compare animals in the wild and versus animals in the in like zoos or in tanks, uh the animals in the wild eating their naturally given food, um geological given food, they live way longer than mm. being in a zoo in a sense. Yeah. Or in being captured. Um and yeah, and, and it's because it's because the food that we're eating uh nowadays it's 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 not dense in minerals, it's not medicinal, it's grown for convenience. Mm. Um it's been taken
0: has, away from its its uh, natural form.
1: Right. A exactly. lot exactly like, no. a lot of it is now grown without seeds. Yeah, I've heard
0: about that. That's insane.
1: Right. Yeah, so, like... It's scary. Yeah, so either they crossbreed the plant a lot enough, or they crossbreed the plant so much to the point where where they can't reproduce anymore. It doesn't have a content, a wow. mineral content high enough to reproduce seeds, And other plants, other plants like cannabis, for example, which a lot of modern cannabis is also a no-go. Yeah. And yeah, uh, with the cannabis, for example, um, what they'll do is, and a lot of these plants is that they'll separate the male and females from each other so that Mm -hmm. they won't reproduce. Uh, So they won't pollinate each other and they won't uh, produce seeds. And and this this ultimately makes their THC content higher, um, but it doesn't necessarily make their mineral content higher, um, yeah. you know. And and yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of strains as well, and cannabis, and a lot of different fruits and vegetables and corn and I mean grains and. Uh, different things that are actually like they're not, you know, they're not they weren't naturally occurring to begin with. Um, wow. And and yeah, so Doctor Sabi he he made this guideline of foods,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, which I I think I think they were mainly for the people in in the Americas and North America especially because the way I've seen his him him elaborate in his Spanish videos. He didn't really talk about so many other foods from around different different parts of the world. Because mm-hmm. it's going so...
0: back to the kind of um like foods that that kind of culture grew up mm-hmm. or evolved um eating. Is
1: that correct? Right. Yeah. yeah ex- exactly. Exactly. And mm-hmm. he he made he made that guideline so that people can can choose from like the least detrimental foods that you can find mm. from the grocery store so and... would you
0: say like if like for someone who comes from a specific culture the best thing that they could kind of do is go back to the way that, that that specific culture um ate like generations ago and kind of stick to that or would you say like following dr Sebi's guide is kind of like a good rough
1: outline yeah. of what we
0: should be eating
1: yeah, like following Dr. Sebi's guidelines and also eating the the naturally occurring foods from around the world, the herbs and the fruits um, and the, all the other vegetables and stuff like that, because there's many of them that are around, that grow around the world um, naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's, those are the foods that I would really recommend to start incorporating more in our diets, mm-hmm. um, for sure. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Cause there's, there's many, like, for example, my, m- my culture, I'm Mexican and in Mexico, there's many herbs that I've learned and many vegetables and fruits that grow in that area in nature by themselves. And like uh there's some there's also some like plants that have been naturalized in certain areas so like they were brought there to that area but they were also able to grow by themselves the plants by themselves Mm -hmm. and um so there's mangoes there's naturally occurring mangoes there's naturally occurring soursop um there's naturally occurring uh cactus which uh, there's a cactus um in mexico that a lot of people a lot of the people still eat there uh, to this day um in large amounts eat actually. cactus yeah and it's oh my called God, n- wow. yeah and it's called nopal they call them nopales wow how do you eat that yeah. like
0: do you cook it or
1: um so many different people have their ways of eating it um how the way I grew up eating it in my family, we would saute it with onions. Oh wow! And, and yeah, you would eat it in like tacos, or you would eat it with tortillas.
0: That actually sounds good.
1: Yeah, it it tastes really good, and wow. um, and there's other ways that you can eat it. Like if you eat it raw, for example, it is it is very jelly um in the inside, mm. um, but in the raw form with a few seasonings, you could replace it uh, inside for substitute that uh, or substitute meats with the nori roll when you're making, like, sushi no. or something like that. Yeah. So, so, so you so can make sushi. Yeah. And then, you can, there's people that make juices with it, and it helps. Mm-hmm. The gel of this cactus, it helps break down the fat And cholesterol in the body. Oh
2: wow! And
1: and yeah, it's it's one of my secrets also to making sure that I I stay lean when I eat cooked foods, and also making sure that my skin stays clear when I eat a lot of these oily foods. Because I I I use grapeseed oil when I Uh saute these. Mm -hmm.
0: And is grapeseed oil is that something that's like Dr. Sebi
1: approved? Yeah. So. Um, well, really like, you know, every, everything depends, like Dr. Sebi recommended that if you want to heal from a certain disease, if, and if it's, especially if it's something chronic, they, he really recommended looking into fasting, liquid fasting mm. and that's drinking like a gallon of water a day, which is four liters of water a day um along with supplementing yourself with wildcrafted herbs um because the wildcrafted herbs they have a higher mineral content so they will actually give you the actual fuel that the body needs to heal and repair and to stay uh working optimally and and so he recommends people going on fast uh for people who are at a certain weight not this isn't for people who are underweight for example yeah um but for people who are like overweight for example it's perfectly fine for them to fast um this helps the this helps the body get rid of these toxins mm. and and he he says that he says like when he went fa- he he did a fasting he pretty much just went as long he's as he could with liquid fasting and when he felt the need to eat something, he would have some, some, um, some apples or some fruit, or he would have some like apple juice, for example, for, to, um, like, if he was only doing water, he would, um, he would have some apple juice every once in a while to make sure he mm. keeps going. And he did this, he, when he was overweight, he did this for 90 days. Oh my God. Um, yeah. And he... Wow. He says, that, <laughs> he says that before the, before the, the 30 days, you're gonna, you, you're gonna, you you you're, you're gonna be working well. You're, <laughs> he said, you're gonna be, your, your mini man is pretty much, you're gonna be ready <laughs> by, um um in less than 30 days, because he was impotent, um, and yeah but he he did 90 days cuz in in different time frames he healed different things like the diabetes yeah and and asthma and different things like that and so he really went for 90 days taking these herbs that the mexican gave him and that's how he learned about these wild foods wow. and and yeah so um,
0: with your with your journey so once you found out about Dr. Sabi, Se- is that is it Dr. Sabi?
1: yeah that's how I've actually well that's how I. you say heard. it yeah, yeah that's how I've heard everyone else call him as well okay. so
0: I'll try and remember to say Sabi instead of Sebi um so once you found out about Dr. Sabi, did you start kind of implementing um like the foods that he approved like did you go fully into it or how did that go and what kind of results did you see from, um, kind of following his, um, his kind of approved foods and things like that?
1: Yeah, I, uh, as soon as I, I became aware of that testimony of, of his, of his lectures, listening to him, I, I actually immediately broke down and cried, and like, I knew I was going to be all right. Wow. I, I, oh my God. I knew yeah, I, I knew internally internally that I was gonna do it. I was gonna heal myself. Mm-hmm. I already wow, I knew that it. That is amazing. Yeah, because like I ultimately I had already read it in the Encyclopedia of Natural Medicine. Now I I pretty much wanted to go deeper and like someone actually in person, a lot like how back in the past with the girlfriend at the time helped me go vegetarian. Now Dr. Sabi was the man who yeah. ultimately helped me make another change. The
0: next like and, kind of like angel that came into your life.
1: Yes, exactly. And wow. when I immediately when I started listening to his videos, I I began buying doctors or I began buying the approved foods that he that he had on his list. And I would start eliminating things that weren't sort of like, for example, instead of getting regular bananas, I started buying the burro bananas and the baby bananas. Mm. Um, And then instead of buying potatoes, I would start buying squashes of all kinds, like zucchini, Mm -hmm. yellow squash, butternut squash, spaghetti squash, um, acorn squash, all these other kinds of squashes. And... And then uh, I would I would pretty much like yeah I would I would do that and then after like about a month I want to say after about a month I I immediately felt that I was like ready to start fasting I I, I felt that that was the next thing I needed to do mm-hmm. I so what I did was I went for a day of water fasting. And, and then I ate some fruit and I went back to water fasting again. I went right back into it and I went for three days of water fasting after that. So this was, when I say water fasting is, it was really liquid fasting because it was, I was drinking waters and I was drinking herbal teas with mm-hmm. some of the herbs that he recommended to take that are yep. wild crafted. Um,
0: That's still considered and- water fasting, right?
1: Well, liquid fasting, liquid. I guess, to be to be more proper. I guess so okay. people won't, won't yeah. bash me. Yeah, in the yeah, head yeah. <laughs> true. Uh, um, and so, yeah, I did liquid fasting for three days next, and then I ate fruit. And then I jumped for five days of liquid fasting. Wow. And, and this I- is
0: all just like straight after the other?
1: Yeah, right back. After like straight after the the after the other one, I got so jumbled up right there. But
2: yeah, <laughs> and, um,
1: yeah, right after the other like back to back, yeah to back, yeah. I I did them, um, I did one days and three days and five days and seven days, and then wow. after the seven days, I ate fruit and then I went back for another seven days.
2: Oh my and god!
1: Throughout this whole time of fasting, I was experiencing. Different things left to right. I was crying left to right because wow. of all the things that I was experiencing. What was <laughs>
0: happening throughout um, those times?
1: Right. So, like within the first couple of weeks, like I was like, I want to say the first uh, the first week, I was already I was already having way more energy. I was already feeling clearer minded. I was already starting to breathe better. By the second by the second week. Um, by the second week, my bowel movements, uh, like, I would wipe and, like, there would be nothing on the toilet paper. <laughs> mm. And, and like, growing up, it was really annoying because my whole life I had pretty much had to wipe multiple, multiple times um, to clean up completely. Yeah, um, wow. And because it would all just smudge and stuff like that. So after, when I was... After the second week, like all everything that was coming out of me was coming out of me like super easily. Wow. Um, um I would wipe; there would be it would be clean. Um, I would feel, after like the the third week, I I I started waking up without having to blow my nose anymore. This was the first time in my life wow. that I was waking up. Yeah. Breathing With a through clean my
0: nose. nose. Wow.
1: Yeah. Without breathing through, having to breathe throughout my mouth anymore. I was, I was crying right then. <laughs>
0: my God.
1: I was crying right then. Wow. Um. Yeah. Like immediately after that, like so many other things started happening so quickly because right then and there, I, I discovered that when, once you, once that mucus gets out of you, you're yeah. able to finally, You're able to finally inhale enough oxygen, and that's our actual fuel. Um, because see, this is one of the things that I learned um, from dropping out. I, I studied on my own. I learned on my own different things on my path that was going to help me uh, with herbal medicine and helping the people heal around the world. I decided to learn. Uh, I decided to learn Hebrew. And I I learned mathematical Hebrew, and that's that helps that helped me that helped me better like break down different languages as I was learning them, um, and so I realized I this is how I realized that the the fruit is the cure, the the raw foods is the cure, the the fasting is the cure. This is how I discovered that um, that even uh, air the the word air in english it, uh the latin word for air is spiritus and mm. it and it's the spirit and like wow uh, and i grew up very religious and c- catholic which i don't really agree with a lot of their points now but yeah. then again every every religion there's something to learn from yeah um and so uh the bible for example it's it, it's not just catholicism it's it surpasses that um and in the bible I, there's a passage where like it says like in god gave adam the birth of life or breath mm. into adam the breath of life and yeah that's essentially the so heir.
0: powerful and even right. in like um like um hindu and that kind of religion they speak about like um the kundalini I think and that's kind right. of like the the air and the spine I don't know exactly don't quote me on that but I know that's like a, a big thing for them as well
1: Wow, yeah it's like and, the
0: breath and focusing on the breath
1: right yeah and and essentially what I discovered from learning Hebrew and mathematical Hebrew is that all these different all these languages that we're speaking they all have origins and the mothers the the roots of these of these languages um they are all pretty much almost have the same consonants in the same in a sense and it's just like the length in the languages over time they just kind of change mainly the vowels um of each words of each sounds and stuff like that wow um, that's so yeah. interesting yeah, and that's for like example like uh Hebrew they say shalom, Aramaic mm. Asalam, um, in Spanish saludos, in English, uh salute, um, in Italian salute, and and so on and so on. And yeah. And and yeah, like uh so like I, I discovered that um I discovered that all these different cultures they ultimately have the same origins. Um mm-hmm. like for example, um uh what maybe called tortilla in my culture is just basically flat bread in another culture,
0: yeah, we or, have that in our culture too
1: <laughs> or yeah, or roti, or I think they call it yeah right now. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that's right,
1: yeah, and so so true, right, and that's that's what I ultimately started seeing. In, in the world and and in, in language and and it and it helped me like everything that I was learning and being put across was helping me on this path of wisdom and healing and wow, and yeah, so I um yeah, <laughs> I'm very thankful for everything <laughs>
0: so with with the um all the things that you kind of started experiencing throughout you know your fasting and following Dr. Sebi's guidelines and things did you completely heal from like say the things like herpes and HPV and stuff like that did that start going away or you know what happened with that
1: yeah so uh now that I've been alkaline since I've been alkaline I have not had a single breakout of any kind, and wow. it's and it's only it's only when I eat these certain junk or non alkaline or like like a lot of the starches, a lot of the man made foods. When I eat these foods, that's when I start having breakouts again, or I start getting bloated again. But mm-hmm. there are certain things like, for example, the corn syrup. I absolutely do not have in any amounts anymore because yeah. If I have any amount, wow. Yeah, that that's the cause, essentially. Yeah,
0: it's just uh, not worth it. Like you don't yeah. even want to experience that anymore.
1: Yeah, that that's the cause. Oh my and god. Yeah, and and yeah, that's why people say that, like you know, you can't get rid of it, and it's, and 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 that's what it is. They they want us to keep eating these foods mm. so that way we can still keep having these symptoms and still having yep. these problems. And not completely detoxify from them, but yeah, it, people. So,
0: um, just one thing: what is what's alkaline mean for people who don't know? Because I certainly right. didn't know. Um, at one point,
1: right. So, there's many definitions of alkaline, and there's there's our 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 body that are on different. Like, there's a there's a um for some people that don't know there's a chart that determines like the the levels of the water or of a liquid of a substance mm. really is that uh, like the pH how, level yeah it, it definitely measures like the hydrogen content and and like and, and like foods and stuff like that and like how much mm. it, it's it, it actually heals um and so pretty much like um there's a lot of there's a lot of acidic things and there's a lot of alkaline things and then there's also there's things that are they even though they taste acidic or anything like that it's they react differently inside the body um Mm. and then there's also when you break out when you break down alkaline and acidic and uh and like a like when you break down those words mathematically and their origins where they come from alkaline al al meaning God-like, or for those people who aren't, oh, so, wow. or, or 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 for those people who aren't really, you know, uh, spiritual or whatever, it could mean nature, nature-like. Um, wow, el, that's, that's where you see like Allah, Elohim, um, mm-hmm. and in Spanish and in, in English, él, el, ella, um, he and her, um, and in English, all, a l l is. Pretty much, God is all you know. Wow, um, that is right. so
0: interesting. So it basically, just means like
1: pure, um, like natural. Yeah, and kaline Alkaline means to take yeah. the form of or to like copy. Uh huh. Um, so God like God like. That's what alkaline. Oh my god!
2: Mean.
1: Yeah, wow. and uh, acid. What those sound potentially come from is to basically be corrupt, to be confused, to be yeah. in sorrow and pain, and, oh God. yeah, and, <laughs> and, yeah, so there, there's different ways that you can break down these words, and, mm-hmm. and so there's the alkaline water, the the alkaline levels of the water, and there's also, but there's also, like, We've also been lied to about a lot of the alkaline water um, mm. what what they do is they'll just actually put baking soda into it um oh
2: my god and
1: and with with really you could e- you could even have soda in front of you, which we all know is really bad for us and really acidic and if we just put baking soda in there and and we get a pH tester a drop tester, it'll read that it's alkaline ah. Uh, um, but you know, it doesn't change the fact that you're drinking like radioactive water for, probably. Um and so yeah, uh alkaline, um what Dr. Sabi promoted was more naturally occurring foods. Uh-huh. And and he he the the list of foods that he chose were the ones that were more naturally occurring, the ones that that were more that were less detrimental to the body mm-hmm. and that, and that would, and that would keep the body in a godlike, pure goodness state. Um, and yeah, that's why, that's why we, that's why he called it the alkaline diet. And, and the list of foods was really for like the people who were still wanted to cook, who weren't really cleansing, who just wanted to eat healthier, um or or not not um, by cleansing I meant like don't really have something serious health problem going uh-huh. on um uh but what but for the the people who with the real health problems, he would definitely recommend fasting, um, yeah, fasting and uh and taking the herbs and taking and and only eating fruit whenever you must, pretty much, oh um, wow yeah that's what that's what he really recommended because because a lot of these alkaline or on a lot of the foods on the alkaline list like um you would still potentially have to get rid of in order to completely detoxify from a certain uh toxin inside your body wow that's
0: interesting i didn't know that
1: yeah and so like and so like the like, really just cooking the alkaline foods. Like, I'm still breathing fine with my nose. I would just have to, like, uh, it would just be, like, a little bit clogged here and there sometimes. Usually when I eat these denser foods, like the oils and the, and the dense vegetables that are on the list and the seeds and nuts. Um, but, yeah, like, if you – once I gravitate towards just fruit only, then – immediately it's like
0: that's when you feel your best
1: yeah that's when i feel just fruit just fruit or wow yeah just fruit raw foods even even then raw foods is like a lot very powerful right now Mm. i'm eating i'm eating just i'm eating from the alkaline diet and i'm only eating raw foods and i've been doing so for the last three days wow and how do you feel i feel amazing i my bowel movements yesterday Uh, just started changing again to being like you know without having to wipe (laughs) yeah more than one time Um, and then my my skin my tint the tint inside of my skin is starting to turn pink again like I can see the blood in my skin a lot easier now yeah like when I when I lift my hands up um, a lot of people when they lift their hands up their their hands go from being pink to like pale almost
0: yeah mine are like um like a bit yellowy blue like,
1: right like yeah. yeah see right now how I'm looking at mine they're pink like wow <laughs> I'm holding my hand up and it's staying pink that's and,
0: crazy
1: yeah and this is one of the things that I noticed so that,
0: interesting everyone look at their hands right now
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it definitely one of the things that i noticed is and that white a lot of the white specks or like everyone's different but usually people who the ones that don't that turn pale it's like it usually starts turning pale in specks it looks like specks all around mm. um yeah and my yeah about. and that's and that's pretty much all the inflammation the mucus inside wow i can the, see that inside, like actually
0: so clearly right now
1: inside the blood yeah and like Wow. I can tell you like whenever my hands start getting pinker again like even my knuckles stay like pink like there's a pink tint in my knuckles that it's mm. like you cannot miss um wow yeah um, that's so
0: interesting so question what foods for people to take away from this podcast what foods can people kind of straight off the bat like avoid or completely cut out to kind of really start kickstarting um their health and feel right. kind of you know a, a difference you know pretty quickly
1: right um so to feel difference quickly honestly like anyone that you choose you will you will start feeling you will start feeling immediate relief if any of these junk foods that I've named if you start eliminating them today you will like and I'm talking about completely eliminate not like having moderation <laughs> but completely so eliminate So all all processed and junk foods. Yeah. Um so whether like for me I cut out meat first in my uh-huh. brain.
0: so if you're not already yeah so I'm thinking in vegan like mindset. Yeah. So if you're not vegan then get rid of the
1: animal yeah. products. Yeah, if yeah. you're not vegan yet then um
0: So just to be clear, all animal products are not alkaline.
1: Yeah, animal products are not alkaline. Like, Uh uh, (laughs) um, I've had goat milk before. I've had bison milk before. It it still produces mucus in my body, uh Like, I've felt it before. Um, Okay, so... Like, because bison, bison milk and cheese, it'll, it'll sell for a really high price because it's more, mm. it's an occurring animal. And in a sense, like
2: mm. it
1: it produced less mucus, but my body still did way better if I just did not have Didn't it. have it. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. So. Cool. Um, so
0: cut out animal products, cut out processed foods and junk foods.
1: Yeah. Junk foods, um, cut out, uh. Cut out really, um, anything, any kind of drugs. Cut out like any kind of pharmaceuticals. <laughs> okay. Any kind of like
0: um, Panadol, and sorry, in Australia we call it Panadol. It's kind of like you know, like just a headache a, medicine. Yeah, that kind of yeah. basic thing. Um, you know, with yeah. pain and that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. So like any kind yeah. of pills stop that stop taking prescribed that prescribed and non-prescribed, I would start taking them immediately. Um. Well, I would, cutting I them would, out. Yeah, because yeah, because the these are also detrimental to the health. They don't. They're wow. chemically made, and they don't assimilate in the body, just like all these yeah. added ingredients in the food. Um. So I would pretty much do that. I would. I would cut yeah. out. I would start cutting out packaged foods, processed foods as much as possible, and start making everything from scratch. Um, at home. Uh, making it with love Um, Mm -hmm. because not only the products are 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 detrimental and that we that are like in fast foods or restaurants and stores but they're also they're they're also made and like the people making them like uh, a lot of Mm -hmm. them making them they're in like warehouses where they're getting paid really Uh little
0: just negative like energy around mm -hmm. those foods yeah for sure
1: yeah they feel like they have to be there Mm, they're just for like to feed their family but they don't want to be there and yeah the
0: same with um, animal products as well like you know the lives that they they're brought up in and the way they're slaughtered and treated and everything like energetically that is uh being passed into your body when you eat those those foods as well for sure
1: yeah definitely Mm. yeah it yeah, so it's time to start putting love into our mouths yeah. again. and start uh, giving ourselves love, and yeah, putting love, love, putting love into the the recipe. That's the the secret yeah. ingredient right there. <laughs> That's the secret ingredient along. Um, I love that. Love. Yeah, and and these chemicals, these processed foods, these unnatural foods, these animal products. They they block out every like all an accumulation of all these things, they block out love pretty much. <laughs> yeah.
0: So if if someone isn't, you know, ready to completely cut out all packaged and processed foods, are there certain kinds of ingredients that they can keep an eye out for on the back of packages that they should just like really, you know, avoid?
1: Right. Um corn syrup, half fructose mm-hmm. corn syrup. I would avoid artificial sweeteners uh-huh. of all kind. I would avoid cane sugar. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would avoid brown sugar, turbinado sugar. I would avoid um, maltodextrin, which is, I believe it's 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 a process. It's processed from corn, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, all these like all these other like uh, uh, sugar-free sweeteners, I would stay away from as well. Like no, <laughs> Not mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I would av- avoid preservatives and yeah. any any food colorings. I would avoid. I would avoid, um. Any any anything that says artificial flavors or mm-hmm. natural or natural flavors I would avoid. Because mm-hmm. um, essentially natural flavors can be anything. Like it can be like you know a, a like a, a piece of, of like like a pretty much a, a pig's tripe or something like that. A pig's um yeah wow intestine could be considered natural. And, yeah. and I actually have in there's actually in the fridge in the family fridge uh there's a, a ranch bottle that when you look at it it says natural flavors and then in parentheses it says oh mi- milk yes yeah, it's milk and then it, and yeah and so like literally natural flavors can be okay. anything so um and I'm would you boy- say
0: something that i've noticed recently is like anything with a number in the
1: ingredients
0: you know, like two o two, three four one, anything like that. Would you say avoid those?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, I'm guessing that's how things are labeled over there in your place. Because over here, we get like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We do get numbers now, actually. Like in uh, the juices, okay. especially, like yeah, like in the. That's I when they're it, like too scared to tell you what's actually in it, and
0: they're just like, we're just going to put a number instead, so you guys don't actually look into it. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah definitely that's when you know yeah. it's real bad yeah and oh my yeah God. yeah it is really bad one of the things that yeah. I found out is that um some companies that they actually they actually put do some really sick things and and they put God. some things they put some things in in their food that they just do it so that to enhance the flavoring and, but the things that they make it out of when like, if they really told you straight up how, what they made out of, like you would, you know, you, yeah. Th- wow. Th- th- things would just change for you really quick. Like what, <laughs> like,
0: what? like what, what are you talking about? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like for example, <laughs> I'm not sure if it's around the world and I'm pretty sure other places around the world do this too. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm certain that it's not just America. I, uh, but here in America, like, uh, there's companies that admittedly admit that they put, that they use human embryo kidney cells, so basically aborted, what? they use aborted baby what? cells into foods to enhance them, their flavors, so that they can get. You oh hooked. my god they get they try to get you hooked on these and stuff like that and they, what the they fuck? companies that admittedly open uh admittedly admit this openly admit this they they mention to it they mention they say like pretty much it's it's our fault if we fall for buying these things that's what they essentially mm-hmm. tell us um
0: i've seen that something about like the there's like a uh an act called like the common sense act or something mm-hmm. where they say like, you know, the consumer should know about this themselves before buying it. There's no need for us to you know, put it on our packaging or anything.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that's So shifty. Oh my God. Yeah. And so, yeah. <sighs> so what kind that, of
0: foods would you say something like that would be in?
1: Um, Sodas. <laughs> Seriously.
0: Holy shit.
1: Cookies crackers oh
0: my god and would that be listed as an ingredient on the package or
1: do you know what that is the thing is that with this it's usually included in the natural flavors oh okay yeah wow yeah um yeah so like yeah it it is it, it is really crazy and like I said, they they'll just put like natural flavors so that they that way they they can't exactly tell you what it is and they mm. can get away with it. And like like you said that I didn't even know that there was an act like that. Well you said it was called the what? The... Um
0: something like the Common Sense Act or something. I saw it um in a documentary I was watching the other day where big companies like um, you know, like McDonald's and like companies that produce like processed meats and stuff. Um, there's like a clause, I think it's called the the common sense clause or something where um, they say, like, you know, there's no need to tell the customers that these foods are like carcinogenic or cause cancer because people should know that like it's common sense.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. So that's crazy. Hey, Wow.
1: Well. yeah like that that that's yeah that's definitely how they're they're definitely trying to win they're trying to
0: that's how they protect themselves
1: yeah that's how they protect themselves that's how Mm -hmm. they that's how um they keep us sick that's how Mm -hmm. they um you know they uh, that's how a lot of people actually actually believe that these things are okay because just because Oh, since they're being so to us that that means there's yeah. nothing wrong with them.
0: Yeah. If it's legal, then it must be, you know, kind of all right.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm. And, and that's well, why, like, I, I've also gotten a lot of hate myself because a lot of the things, a lot of these natural medicines that I work with that has helped me on my journey and helped many other people as well on theirs do many great things and heal from many different things. Uh, they are still being looked at as illegal and
0: yeah.
1: dangerous. That's
0: right. Yeah. Yep. And when you've got these foods that are just, you can literally a little kid can go into a supermarket and buy this stuff, and there's no warnings on them or anything at
1: all. That's, yeah. And it, and then and then a lot of stuff here, even in the states, it does has it does have warning signs in it, but they just really yeah, like people still ignore them. Like for yeah. example. Some chocolate bars here, like, they'll say, like, it, it's been proven in the state of California that it causes cancer. Seriously? Um, wow. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty
0: good, though, that they have that on there. Like,
1: yeah,
0: you know, a decent step in the right direction.
1: Yeah. yeah. And so I know a lot of people, like, yeah, like, people really, they just have to read it um, mm-hmm. because I'm pretty yeah. sure that a lot of people don't, just don't read it. Um, yeah, for sure. Because it is in small print and
0: – Wow. I don't yeah. think we have that here. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, so. Wow. Cool. So we, we you know, we've spoken about what we can completely cut out um, of our diets. So what do you think are foods that, you know, we could, should kind of be eating more of to ensure that we kind of feel better?
1: Right. Um. So, Um. Raw foods is always the best, but of course, like you know, like uh, a lot of us, with with this alkaline approved list of foods of Doctor Saby, we can still make a lot, everything that we've ever had before in our lives. We can still make pizzas, burgers, mm. hot dogs, tacos. Wow, really? Yeah, I've I've pretty much made every single thing I've wow. had before. Cheesecakes, um, made from these plants from the nuts on the list. So, um, it's kind
0: of like your, you know, when people transition into veganism, they think, oh, I'm going to miss out on all these things. And then they realize you can actually get those foods on a vegan diet. So, this is kind of like yeah. the next step. Like, you can still do that stuff just on an yeah. alkaline diet. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. And it's just essentially just changing the ingredients. That's really it. Yeah. And you you, you can still make it. And yeah. And in a sense, like, because of this, like, I, I, I go more i do more things from scratch like yeah things like you know like i had to buy more things but essentially in the long run like i make more meals with with the amounts of things that i buy like Mm -hmm. like a lot more like i'm able to eat a lot more now alkaline diet cooking for sure than eating vegan foods processed Mm -hmm. vegan foods and stuff like that um yeah and and yeah um uh i would one of the things that i would add on like to eat for health foods would be like the as uh, besides mentioning the nopales um which a lot of us around the world won't be able to get those but is that um, the cactus yeah that's the cactus Uh,
0: yeah i don't think we can get that here I've never i'm gonna look into it though because that sounds really interesting
1: Yeah. yeah um there's There's squashes, all kinds of squashes. Right off the bat, you can make French fries with those. You can really. You can chop them up into cubes and make hash browns. You can you can grate it. You can grate it and make like like you know the the shredded hash browns. You can uh you can dice. You can slice it up in a really thin uh, like I would you say like little like little uh uh how do you say like a uh, toothpick kind of shape okay sizes and uh, yep. you can fill it in like sushi rolls and
0: oh wow uh,
1: and add it with like avocado and like tomatoes or something yeah
0: oh my god you're making me so excited to eat that. right
1: <laughs> yeah and, and you can season it you know to your heart's content <laughs>
0: okay and, so lots of like squashes um yeah what else
1: Squashes of all kinds, uh, mushrooms. With the mushrooms, uh, like portabella, oyster mushrooms. There's mm-hmm. uh, there's morel mushrooms. There's all all these other kinds of mushrooms. Um, with the mushrooms, you can make you can make for example, like with the oyster mushrooms, I would make like fried shrimp. Um,
0: oh wow! You can make like yeah. a burger patty or something out of that, can't you?
1: Yeah, you can make patties with this burger patties. You can blend it into the the mix, the batter, the patty. Mm -hmm. Um, You could also, with the big portobello mushrooms, you could slice them and you could marinate them. Let them marinate in some seasonings and oil and then you can sauté them and they'll come out tasting like pork chops or like ribs. Oh, Um, my
2: God.
1: Yeah, you can make a, um, you can make, you can make your own milk, like blending up, oh uh, blend, yeah, blending up nuts like walnuts or hemp seeds, mm-hmm. and just blending it with like dates or agave syrup to sweeten it, and, and
0: just water, hey,
1: and water, yeah, yeah, water. wow, and that makes perfect milk to drink, to make chocolates with, or to eat cereal with, um, make smoothies with. Um, uh, then there's, uh, with the nuts, like Brazil nuts, I like blending them with sea moss gel, which is a sea vegetable. It's a gel. It's solidifies and coconut oil also solidifies in the cold. So with, I um, when I mix these, I pour it over a crust of dates and walnuts blended together and, and and I freeze it. I freeze it, and I, I let it freeze, and it it makes a cheesecake, and oh my it tastes, God. Like, yeah.
0: Wow, that's amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: so you have I've seen you post like some recipes and things on your Instagram. Um, do you have a bunch of stuff like that where people can go and kind of see like foods and meals that you create on it on an alkaline diet?
1: Yeah, definitely. I I do have I do have some posts, video posts and picture posts on my page if you scroll down and there's many of them up there like there's yeah. from raw foods, there's cooked foods, there's uh amazing. smoothie bowls, there's smoothies, there's soups and amazing. All all kinds of different foods that I've made. Um, just from like literally just improvising with what I had at the time. And it was a, mm-hmm. a, a lot of these recipes that weren't like planned out or anything like that. But yeah, like, there were really, really delicious meals. Yeah, um, I can
2: imagine.
1: And I'm actually I'm actually working on on two on three, four different books right now, actually. Oh, um, wow. Uh, Two. One of them is a, a raw food recipe. Uh, The other one is a cooked alkaline food recipe, and then the other two is about fasting and my life story and, like, how Mm. you two can, you know, heal yourself. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah.
0: I can't wait to see the books.
1: Yeah, I'm so excited.
0: (laughs) That's so cool.
1: I've been working on them, like, every chance I get, every time I get free time, I definitely put my time into that on my phone.
0: <laughs> I love that. That's so awesome. Cool. Well, to kind of wrap up this podcast, we've actually been talking for oh my, like almost two hours. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. It's cool though.
0: It's been a really good chat. I've been enjoying
1: yeah, it. I've been having a good time and I, I really time it. Time flies. <laughs> wow. Well
0: Well, um, I just have one more question and then we'll kind of wrap it up. But okay. what what advice would you give someone if they were your best friend or someone you loved and wanted the best for in terms of just anything? It doesn't have to be about your diet or anything like that.
1: Uh, that's a tough one. It <laughs> is because then you said it doesn't have to be diet. Because I'm right now, <laughs> like, oh my goodness, oh, it can
0: tough. be diet
1: mean okay I mean, that's okay. I mean sure. dietarily dietarily I say if they're if they're a close one if they're if they're uh, a friend then I'd say to really flow with them and not be so in a rush to try to change them and try to transition them I feel like I don't know for my parents or my scenario for example I feel like I mm-hmm. I tried to instill it into their mind mm-hmm. so hard that they like pretty much put a guard up. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Um so yeah. Pretty sure. Uh I I would say that like I would say that yeah like instead of like trying to remind them about like that what they should change or like uh, Mm. what they should do or something like that. I don't know. Just let them be.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I definitely feel that way, like about everything um, that I do as well with people that are close to me and things like that. Totally agree.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, and I I feel like um, when you, when you spend more of your energy and to actually, or rather helping, rather than that doing, instead doing, um, instead helping people who do want it, who, who do come to you and ask for help.
0: that's right, yeah.
1: And, you know, who are, are, who are actually willing to make the changes. Um,
0: Yeah, focus your energy on, on those people.
1: Yeah, and then, and mm-hmm. I, I feel like since I've been doing that, that's the only thing that has been actually helping my parents even start getting an over yeah. again. Is mm-hmm. they're them seeing all the work that I've been putting, uh helping people around the world on social media, mm-hmm. um all the events I got going on, like Yeah, uh, that's right. Like I, I have a retreat uh happening in Asheville, North Carolina in the United States. It's That's a, amazing. It's a plant medicine retreat where I'll be teaching a lot of these. Will I'll be teaching, uh, lecturing about these self healing tip techniques, uh, the plant mm-hmm. medicines, the fasting. We'll we'll be enjoying raw foods. We'll be detoxing with herbs, and yeah, we'll we'll be we'll be having a lot of beautiful experiences with like all, all different healing um methodologies implemented in this one retreat and wow yeah i'm so excited i i that's amazing yeah we we've worked with one in miami already and it was a success and and so uh, i'm really happy to bring this one here in in my home state in this town where like the people are are not so open about this or like mm. they're not really where they're not really promoting this kind, because it's like, um, you know, they they there ain't a lot of people that it doesn't seem like there's a lot of people that are like faithful in this type of um, uh, in this in this lifestyle in this um, mm. yeah, in this niche um, yeah, yeah, like health wise and fasting, in in this state that I'm in, so. I'm really happy to be bringing that, and I do always post on instagram on on no Escobedo. yes, yeah, so <laughs>
0: let's let everyone know like where they can find you on social media and things like that, and kind of just tell us um you know what kind of services you offer, and you know if they are kind of interested in wanting to get really deep into healing themselves and, Mm. you know, just learning more about alkaline nutrition in general. Right. Yeah. Where can people find you and all that stuff?
1: Yeah. So people can, I I basically started on social media, on Instagram specifically. On Instagram, y'all can find me at Noe Escobedo Oficial, and that's N-O-E-E-S-C-O-B-E-D-O-E. O F I C I A L. And I I am sure that you'll probably Yeah, I'll put it in there. You probably the put it in there for me. Thank <laughs> you so much. And yeah, it's my full name. I know. I know. I I I actually had a, a previous username, which I still have an yeah. account. And you could also follow me there if you wish. Um, which is also the name of my YouTube and and all my other web on my other social media. It's this, um, the vegan terrorist
0: (laughs) yeah and that's how i know you yeah the vegan terrorist
1: (laughs) yeah i chose that name because i I decided to grow my beard and i a lot of people would Mm. nickname me terrorist and (laughs) and just because of how i looked and i'm really innocent really (laughs) (laughs) and i was vegan and so i was like yeah i'm I'm gonna put the vegan terrorist and yeah it. it helped me grow a lot too um, it was such a clickbaity name, <laughs> and yeah, so that's my YouTube, The Vegan Terrorist, and those, it's spread out, it's spaced out there. Um, uh-huh. yeah. On Instagram, it's at The Vegan Terrorist, and, and then I also have a, a phone number, uh, which is also connected to WhatsApp, that I take mm-hmm. phone calls and uh, I take. I'll listen to voice messages there and I'll schedule phone calls and uh, help yeah. people with consultations for free.
0: You're amazing with all that, honestly.
1: Yeah, and my my number for that is uh, that it's plus one nine one nine seven zero nine six eight twenty two. Again, that's one. 1- 919-709-6822 and Amazing. yeah I and yeah like I do consultations for free and I, I pretty much will put you in the right direction help you out with and get in the right direction and then after that I I offer coaching services which is pretty much a, a week uh, I, I give you a phone call each week out of a month that you pay for the services um and i help and help you with all the information you need to know like every single thing in depth i help you i pretty much um i pretty much save you like you know like two three years five years of knowledge yeah <laughs> um that i learned in like a month so Amazing. Um, yeah so you'll be able to start changing like immediately and you'll be able to start doing like barely you'll be able to start making big changes in your life so i yeah i do that and i also sell herbal products uh herbal medicines different blends on my website the (laughs) dot (laughs) com, and and yeah i have i have some products up there available some blood clean a blood cleanse Blend, um, and a a blend for the bones and the lymphatic system, um, the thyroid, and then there's another full body detox up there. That's a blend that I made, uh, that I made with 33 herbs from around the world, and they help get rid of the body. They they cleanse the body on a cellular level, getting rid of mucus. Uh, it cleanses the blood. It it repairs the the organs and even um yeah, it even like gets rid of parasites. Um so that's what I have going on right now and like uh yeah, and I'm also <laughs> just getting these retreats scheduled for throughout the year. So you can reach out to me about those as well and I we can work on hands on and I'll be doing workshops up also around the states
0: so to anyone who's listening who wants to get in touch with Noe, definitely do he's given you every kind of way that you can get in contact with him um he's amazing and he definitely does help out a lot like you had pretty much every part in me transitioning to an alcohol not alkaline yet but i will get there Um, but transitioning into more of a whole foods diet and cutting out processed foods. So you've helped me out so much and um, I'm sure you'll be able to help out anyone that kind of hits you up. So, yay, that's about it. Thank you for coming on. It was a great chat.
1: Wow. Thank you so much for having me. It was such a blast. Like really. (laughs) It was so
0: good. It was good to actually talk to you as well, because we've been back and forth over Instagram and voice messages and things for ages Um, but we haven't actually sat and had a proper chat so I'm glad we did that
1: yeah I'm really thankful for you and for this opportunity too Um, like I've been wanting to talk to you for a while and then it's also this podcasting recording is definitely a great opportunity to also Mm -hmm. share our conversation and share this knowledge with people, essentially anyone tuning in around the world. Yeah, that's any, right. I'm sure it's going to help so
0: many people.
1: Yeah. And so I'm, I'm thankful for for this. It, it gives me also um, more content for me to share with with um, my followers and make sure that they get more insight on my lifestyle yeah. and, and yeah, how sure. I healed so i really appreciate you
0: oh you're welcome (laughs) all right cool well that's about it i don't know how i'm meant to end the podcast
2: (laughs) (laughs) i'll
0: just end it somehow but um